Hello, hello. Welcome back. Welcome back. I'm, you know, I'm going to be honest. I'm pretty annoyed right now. I guess mainly just because I cannot figure out how to put the like output of my audio into my headphones. So when I speak into the mic, I don't hear anything. Um, and it's really, it's really frustrating. Also, it's like 940 at night and I was supposed to be in bed about 40 minutes ago, but I want to make this podcast and I want to make it because I haven't made a podcast in quite some time. Um, yeah, it's been a year. I mean, 2020 has been pretty terrible and I mean, this, like this episode is going to be very low key, very chill because I need to go to bed. Honestly, (sighs) sorry. I just burped. (laughs) Um, yeah, sorry. I just burped. Um, you know, this episode is going to be very chill because I want to go to bed, but I kind of just want to record like 20 to 30 minutes of me just kind of talking about um, why I've been gone, what's really been happening in my life and what's been going on during this whole 2020. So let's get comfortable. Let's get seated and situated and let's just get right into it. So, welcome back. Um, 2020. Hmm. How has it been? Um, stressful, a little chaotic. You know, honestly, I haven't had many problems with 2020. I would have to say probably my biggest problem with 2020 is that I can't go to coffee shops anymore. It's very frustrating. I mean, whenever I want to journal or whenever I want to get out of the house or whenever I want to get away from my family, whenever I just want to like go and read my Bible and not um, be like in my day to day routine, I would just go to a coffee shop. But since COVID, since the lovely, lovely COVID that all of us just probably love so much, um, you know, I can't go to coffee shops. And it's very frustrating. It's very frustrating. And out of all of the things that have canceled because of COVID, I think that would have to be my most aggravating. And with that being said, um, I'm sorry, I'm in bed. So I just repositioned. Anyway, with that being said, um, my church has been back in session for quite some time. So I'm not missing church. If church were not back in session, I would probably say my biggest qualm would be that I can't go to church. But the great state of Texas is allowing church to reconvene. So I've been going to church for quite some time now, especially with like the waves or whatever. 
So whatever. Let's so let's just talk about COVID. Um, yeah, I'm gonna talk about COVID. Like I really don't care what people have to say because I've been doing my research and COVID, oh my gosh, it is truly um I feel like I'm in a theatrical presentation. Like it is insane. There are so many lies, there's so many errors. There's just so many falsehoods and it's like every day more crap comes out where it's like, oh, the numbers were wrong or, oh, we were lying about this. Oops. Oh, the studies were wrong. Like, how can there be so many errors? And you know what? Let's just talk about numbers for one little minuto, one little minute. Um... I just don't understand how I get like, okay, so everyone's like, it's a new virus. Like we have no studies, blah, 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 blah. That's why it's taking so long to like get a grasp on it almost or whatever. But literally like the numbers for the flu and the numbers for the swine flu and the numbers for, um, what was that other one? There was the other one that like everyone was freaking out about a couple years ago. Anyway, the numbers for all of those were worse than COVID has ever been. Like throughout this entire year, the numbers for COVID have never been as bad as these previous viruses. So that's one thing to be like, why are we all freaking out? Second of all, all of the political and societal backwash that has happened because of COVID really makes me question what's actually going on. And that's not just because I'm just speculating in my room. Like I have literally read article after article after article after article. I have dug up history. I have dug up documents, like governmental documents, like This stuff, I just want y'all to note because I'm just going to say this little blurb about it and then I'm going to move on to the next subject. But I just want y'all to know that the evidence is out there. And if you're willing to do your research, you will find the truth. And I just want y'all to know this is a theater show. Okay, we're all in a theater right now watching a play happen right before us. Somehow we ended up with these tickets. We didn't even know that we bought them, but here we are, all of us. We're all in this together. Do your research, all right? Okay, second of all, I really just kind of want to talk about Joe Biden. Um, Problematic. He is so problematic. I've been doing so much research on him. He has said so many racist things it blows my mind and that like that on its own is an integrity issue like the man has issues but second of all he is literally declining in health like this man does not he's not healthy like his memory is clearly fading his just wherewithal as a human being is like not there completely and it Okay, granted, being said that he has proven to be a racist and not and has proven to like children a little too much, I have to say 
I kind of feel bad for the guy. I mean, I feel like it's elderly abuse. It's like he can't even do these interviews. He can't even. It's just. Whatever. Joe Biden. I don't know. Like, I don't know why my heart just hurts a little. I'm just like, this is sad. Like, this is seriously sad. But anyway, enough with the political talk. Even though it's been like this huge freaking issue in 2020. It's like you just can't freaking escape it. Like it's everywhere. You get on Instagram. There it is. Whatever. Now let's talk about this whole like crime and everything that's going on. I think it's very important to recognize um, the pain that a lot of people are feeling. And that's a very valid emotion. It's a very valid thing to feel. There are tons of people in the world that are feeling pain, but I have been seeing a lot of people taking out their pain in very wrong ways. Um, one would be just like the internet trolling, you know, those people that just like get on the internet and they're screaming at the camera and like throwing things, trying to just vent their emotions about how they feel about something, whether it be how they feel about like Donald Trump or how they feel about racism. Cause right now black lives matter BLM is like everywhere or how they feel about the riots or whatever, or how they feel about freaking COVID. How could I forget about freaking COVID? You know, I've been seeing a lot of that. A lot of these like online angry birds, basically. That's just been too much. I'm just sitting there being like, what is going on? And then there's the people that take out their anger in the streets been seeing a lot of people getting brutally beaten in the streets because someone's angry and they want their, I don't know, they want to feel validated in some way, like their issues are being heard. Another way that people are taking out their pain is through the whole rioting or as some would like to call protesting or should I say peaceful protesting? I have not seen a peaceful protest in a very long time. Never thought I would say I missed a protest, but gotta say I missed the peaceful protesting. You know, a lot of people aren't going to like this. I think a lot of Christians actually aren't going to like this. I don't agree with protesting. Um, My view on this may change. My opinions on it may change. We're all human. Uh, People change and opinions change. So I'm not going to say this is my opinion and this is the way it is forever. But right now, at this time in my life as a 25 year old, I think protesting is a waste of time. And like, okay, listen, this is from this is coming from a Christian. Like I have Christian friends that like go protest for all sorts of things like abortion, you know, they'll go to abortion clinics and they protest at the abortion clinics or maybe they'll just protest at Congress for something. I don't know. But listen, I have friends that do that. Okay. Personally, 
I don't think it's useful. I think protesting is like for your ego, for like your personal ego. Like I want to be heard. I want to be seen. So I'm literally going to go out into public so everyone can see me and everyone can hear me. I just, I think it's an absolute waste of time. And on top of that, it's like, when has protesting ever worked? Please tell me, when has it ever worked? I know there are movements and I know that there are groups of people that have gone and done protests. But to my knowledge, when things have been done, it has been when those movements and those groups have like taken action and like gone to Congress and actually brought initiatives to, you know, the House and the Senate and the court or local government or whatever. I don't believe any actual change has come of just people holding up signs being like, we want change. It is whatever. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Okay. Besides the point, actually, no, it is relevant to the point, but whatever. The whole rioting thing. I mean, goodness sake, I get on Instagram and it's like every other video is a city being destroyed, people's lives being lost, police officers being shot, random citizens being shot, people just fighting each other in the streets. Oh my gosh, I almost forgot the looting and the robbery. It is absolute savagery. Like the way our society is reacting to everything that is happening in this world is out of pain. And it comes back to sin and being spiritually deprived and living in a painful cycle. Like I get it. We're all human. We all understand humanity and flesh, whether we identify that or not. That's what it comes down to. So it irritates me when the church ignores this and just wants to talk about racial division or wants to talk about political division or whatever, or how the church needs to be united or whatever. I'm like, why are we not talking about what's actually going on, which is the enemy behind all of this, by the way, if you look at a world that is stealing, killing and destroying, what does that remind you of? What does that remind you of? Hmm. Let me think. There's a Bible verse that says The enemy seeks to steal, kill, and destroy. Like, come on, people, especially Christians. Like, if you're a non-believer, I can't make you see what the Bible says is there. You know what I mean? You have to come to that realization on your own. If that's meant to be, it's meant to be whatever. Like, I'm not going to try and convert you. But if you're a Christian and you're denying these simple truths, what's going on? What is going on? Are you reading the same Bible that I'm reading? It just does not make sense. And listen, I have done so much research, you guys. I have listened to black Christians, black non-Christians, black conservatives, black liberals. I have listened to all types of people about this whole BLM rioting, protesting, whatever the heck is going on right now. And the conclusion that I have come to and other Christians have come to, and more importantly, black Christians, because those are the people that are 
you know, being, I would say, being the most affected right now, you know, we all come to the conclusion that this is not biblical. It's not biblical. And on top of that, it is not reflected in the church. There are churches supporting this behavior. There are churches encouraging this behavior. I know of some churches. I know of some churches in this town that I live in. And I know of some churches that I used to go to that encourage this behavior. It is absolute insanity to me. Okay. And it's like, if I want to be hated for anything, I want to be hated for loving Jesus and sticking to the word. And what does the word say? The word says that the enemy seeks to steal, kill and destroy. I see cities being destroyed. I see stores being stolen from and I see people being killed. This is the work of the enemy. Okay, and he's feeding into people's pain. He's feeding into people's depravity. He's feeding into people's weaknesses. He's feeding into people's sadness, whatever it is. Okay, he's attacking it and he is hurting a lot of people. I mean, when I see these people on social media and, you know, they're screaming and yelling at the freaking phone about, I don't know, whatever they're screaming and yelling at the phone about. I just see someone in pain like that does not look like a joyful person to me. That doesn't look like a peaceful person to me. It doesn't look like someone, you know, who is having a good time. It looks like someone who is really struggling, who is really angry, who is really in pain. And, you know, that really just... It really just comes back to the gospel because Jesus is the prince of peace. Jesus comes to heal us, to relieve our pain, to remove our sin. He already died for us, people. He already was nailed to the cross like the deed is done. You no longer have to be in pain. You no longer have to be angry. You no longer have to live in sin. It is done. So that's really how I feel about 2020. I just really don't have many more feelings about it. You know, I have my political views and I have my personal views and I have my views on society and I have my very strong views on the government and the CIA and the FBI don't get me started that is that's just a separate podcast within itself honestly because I could just bring up all of the evidence on how all of it is just oh I'm gonna get in trouble for this how all of it is just so corrupt and evil And so in the name of Jesus, I denounce that. And since Jesus lives inside of me and Jesus is in me, I denounce it and I rebuke it in all that it is. Jesus is in heaven. His name and his will be done. Amen. Praise to his name. (sighs) There is power in the name of Jesus. So I like to speak it whenever I'm talking about the dark and bad things going on in this world, because I don't like to give that power, even though it is very evident in what is going on. 
But yeah, you know, I have a lot to say about these lukewarm, wishy-washy Christians that are just seeking the world and just serving the world. And they're just supporting these things that have nothing to do with Jesus and have everything to do with the enemy. Do your research, people. Do your research. Look into what you are promoting and look into what you are supporting, especially if it's public, because people are going to get the wrong idea of Jesus and they're going to get the wrong idea of Christianity and they're going to get the wrong idea of you unless that is wholeheartedly what you believe. And in that sense, you know, you got to read the Bible a little bit more, honestly. And, you know, it's just... We all have things to improve on. Like, the improvement I need to make with my relationship with the the Lord, I mean, honestly, it's a long list. It's too long. And I, I have a lot of issues. I would say stubborn. Stubbornness is a huge issue of mine. And a heart and heart is a huge issue of mine. It's very hard for me to have compassion for these Christians that don't see the evil that is going on. So y'all pray for me because I've been praying for that a lot lately. And you know, it's, I have empathy. That's the thing is I have empathy So I empathize with people and I completely understand where they're coming from and I understand why they do things and I understand why they think things and why they believe things. But it's the it's like the compassion that's hard for me because I'm like, I know where you're coming from. I know how you feel. So how do you not see the truth? You know what I mean? So but that's why I really like I have, I have so many friends and if like any of my friends even listen to this podcast, not, they're not even friends. Uh, they're not friends. They're like acquaintances. I know of people that completely disagree with me and I know they disagree with me because I see their stuff and I'm like, I disagree with that. And I don't know where I was going with that. I was going to say something because I was talking about baby, baby, boop, boop, boom, bang, whatever. I don't know what I was going to say with that, but basically things are crazy. 2020 is crazy. The enemy is buck wild right now, honestly. But, you know, Jesus has won and Jesus is king. You know, when I get on Instagram and I see all of this satanic, evil, demonic stuff in the name of Jesus, I rebuke it. Jesus is king. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Amen. But when I see this stuff, I typically just leave comments and I say, Jesus is king. And like, that's it. That's where I was going with this. I do not address these people personally. Listen, if people come to me and they ask me questions, which, by the way, happens a lot. A lot of people see what I post online and then respond to it and are like, you know, ask me questions, whatever. But when I see other stuff and I know that someone is very strong in their beliefs and they believe otherwise, I'm not going to like address that person personally. This comes back to the protesting thing. Like I don't believe in protesting and I don't believe in like, I don't know how else to word it other than like attacking, but like attacking other people for their beliefs and how they're different from yours. I just don't 
get that. And I'm like, it's like vice versa. Like, I don't understand a quote unquote Christian viewpoint attacking like whatever. I don't know, like a Buddhist viewpoint or whatever. And just being like, this is wrong and blah, 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 blah. Like I state the truth objectively and then I leave it at that if anything, but I'm never like responding to my friends posts or these people that I know's posts and like trying to get my point across and like prove my point. I don't get that. And I think, I think this is important for me to say, I think I want to say this because we've reached a point in our society where that's what you do. Like if you see something that disagrees with your viewpoint, you have to address it. And if you don't address it, then you don't believe what you believe. I just don't get that. I don't get it. And honestly, it's unbiblical because listen, <laughs> I, it's really, it's really not like quote unquote, um, biblical, but it's never my goal. And I would believe this is in line with Christian theology to like antagonize or demonize someone or even like condemn someone because of what they believe. It just doesn't make any sense to me. So that's why I get on my podcast and I state what I believe. And I'm like, listen, if you hear it and you don't like it, whatever, like do with it what you may. But if you're going to come at me and attack me because you disagree and you're going to push your agenda, what are you doing? Like, I've already stated my opinion on it. You know what I mean? And that's not to say my my opinion is not subject to change. But there's a difference between a discussion and being like, wow, your point of view is very interesting. I want to hear more about it. Or like, I had some thoughts that I wanted to come to you with or whatever, rather than being like, your opinion is wrong and your belief is wrong and it should be like this and blah, 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 blah. It's just, I can't, like, I just don't get it. And that's why I have my podcast. Like we all have our own outlets. There is such a thing as freedom of speech. That's why when you post your thing that I disagree with, I don't say anything because guess what? You're using your freedom of speech and you're allowed that right. And I'm going to allow you to use it without having some stupid repercussion, like someone attacking you for what you just said. It's so dumb. Now, listen, If you use your freedom to be violent and very, very wrong, like if you say something pedophilic or you say something like murderous and it's very dark and it's like directly concerning someone, I may speak up. But I mean, I probably... It really depends, honestly, now that I'm thinking about it. I'm like, listen, if you're here in person, oh, I'm definitely going to say something. But if you're putting on some something on social media, I'll probably just like block you and like get away from you and be like, whoa, you have problems. But I don't know. People say stupid stuff all the time. You know, people are people. That's the other thing. It's like no one really empathizes with what it's like to be human anymore. Like nobody understands that people are fallible like we're not these infallible 
binary objects that just compute and beep boop like it's just it's not like that and like this is why I love Jesus so much and this is why I just constantly come back to the freaking Bible and to the gospel because Jesus knows that and Jesus well the Lord created us in his own image so that lets you know right then and there that God functions or maybe has some sort of functionality that is similar to ours it's very elevated and much higher than ours but we are created in his own image and it's just like dude Jesus was fully human fully man and fully God so how are you gonna sit here and like attack these people for being human or thinking differently than you when it's like bro that's how we were created to grow and learn and change I don't know that's why when my Christian friends post stuff I keep saying friends like these literally are not my friends I bet my friends are gonna be like are you talking about me like no these are literally people I like do not talk to like distant 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 acquaintances but that's why when these people post these things I don't say anything because I'm like dude you're doing your thing you have your beliefs like I am not your god you know that's what people you know that's a good way to put it that's how people act nowadays like they're god like i am your god i tell you what's right i tell you what's wrong i tell you what you need to stand up for i tell you what you need to advocate for like now uh jesus is my god the lord my god amen hallelujah he is the one and only i will serve him in the bible okay and obviously, if you're not a Christian and you're hearing this, it's like, I don't know, it may not mean anything to you or make any sense to you, which is like completely understandable because you're not a Christian. But I'm talking to other Christians. And that's the other thing. That's the other thing is that non-believers don't get that when Christians are speaking at, well, me, okay, let me let me say that. First of all, I can't speak for all Christians, but I know a lot of the Christians that I look up to are like this as well. When we speak about not realizing the truth and like not paying attention to the Bible and Jesus in general, we're speaking about Christians. Like, how can we speak about non-believers when they don't even believe? That doesn't make any sense. It just doesn't. Like, in the Bible, it even says not to condemn or address non-believers because they don't believe. You pray for them and you love them and you have a relationship with them and you you love them i mean that's literally all you can do but you don't judge them and you're not like wow how can you not believe the bible that's just not what you're supposed to do but with christians if they're not acting in line with the bible or their theology is not in line with the bible as christians we are to speak up i mean it says address your brother when you know he's sinning blah blah blah. it's ephesians i'm probably wrong but it's in the bible y'all so when i see these christians not like i'm talking now i'm talking about churches when i see these pastors and stuff like not speaking up and enabling this behavior and encouraging this behavior that's happening in the world right now ooh, i get fired up y'all i get fired up like i get angry i'm just like this 
I mean, it's heresy, first of all, because (laughs) they're not even preaching the Bible. And second of all, it's just sad because it helps me realize where their motives are. It makes me believe that they don't really care about Jesus all that much and they care more about how many people are sitting in the pews. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Jesus said, Jesus said that the door, the pathway to heaven is narrow. It's narrow. It's a lonely road, you guys. Lonely. It's not all fun and games. It's not some party. It's a party when you get to heaven. Amen. Hallelujah. And it's a party, you know, inside in the spirit. But on earth, I mean, people hate you. Everyone hates you. They hated Jesus. Therefore, they will hate you. What is that? John or Thessalonians or Corinthians? Oh, I can't remember. I need to start remembering scripture. That's something I got to start doing. But anyway, they hated Jesus. Therefore, they will hate you. Okay. So if the world loves you and you're a Christian, you're doing something wrong. Straight up. You're doing something wrong. And I should know because that was me. Okay. I was little miss Christian. Or so I said. But I was smoking pot every day. Like literally I had pens, you know, like oil pens. So it's like concentrated weed. It's wax, which is basically meth like you. It's whatever. So smoked weed all day, drank every day, drunk every day, partying every day, hanging out with whatever. I'm just going to say it. Drug dealers and hanging out with uh, very questionable people. And that comes back down to my empathy. I was like, oh my gosh, but they're good people deep down. They're good people deep down. Even though they put me in many bad situations and it was very clear they did not care about me or themselves, which is very sad. Like I said, I empathize. So, you know, (sighs) whatever. Anyway, I said I was Little Miss Christian, but I was very much living the other way and the world loved me. I was so popular. Not to toot my own horn because it's nothing to toot, but... I was very popular. I was living it up. I was having a great time. But I was not serving Jesus. And let me tell you, the moment I started serving Jesus, seriously, like seriously, a lot of things changed. But when I started being like outspoken about it, you're going to lose friends. You're going to lose friends. And, you know, I just come to the point now where I'm like, The real ones will stick around and the fake ones will fall away and I will shake them off like the dust from my heels. Okay. What is that? John? Or is that like Proverbs? Gosh, I have to remember these verses. Anyway, y'all get the point. It's just 2020, man. And also I'm getting older. You know, when you get older with time and with age, you just start to care less about what people think about you and how people view you and even what people say about you. I mean, it still hurts me sometimes to like know when people are talking crap about me behind my back, but it only really hurts when it's people that pretend to be my friends to my face. Um, 
But other than that, I really don't care. I mean, I would say one of my biggest issues right now is like keeping my mouth shut on freaking social media. You know, sometimes I just get on and I see these comments and I'm like, I can't. I can't. And like, I'm a Christian. Like, I love Jesus. I'm a Christ bearer. I'm supposed to be gracious and loving and kind and sweet. And sometimes I'm not. Sometimes I'm a little sass master. Like, sometimes I'm just a sassy Kathy, you guys. And like, granted, okay, I have to give myself like a little credit. I'm not like, like arguing with people or like attacking people. It's not like that at all. But I mean, I definitely ask like rhetorical questions and like, I definitely point out like the stupidity in people's arguments sometimes. And I'm just like, what am I doing? Like, this is not in a sense, like this is a waste of time. Like I know when I'm doing something I shouldn't be doing and I do it anyway, you know, being human, like I said, we all know what it's like to be human we were all created equal, you guys. Anyway. Yeah. You know, that was an interesting conversation I had the other day with one of my friends was that we were all que- we were all created equal, but men and women have different roles. Um, I believe in marriage. I believe in a man and a woman being married. I believe that is how the Lord intended it. And that is the framework for the church. And that is just how Jesus intended it for, for it to be and how the Lord intended it for it to be. And, you know, that's in the Bible, y'all. Um, but anyway, I was having that conversation because I had one of my friends, one of my dear, dear friends that I love so much, um, tell me that she believed men were a certain way because they're in the real world more and women aren't. And I just so strongly disagreed because men and women are equal. So for anyone to say that they are unequal because of experiences or because of exposure to certain things that the other one isn't exposed to or experiencing is just completely invalid to me. Listen, men and women, this is my opinion and I'm basing my opinions off of the Bible. Okay. I feel like I should make that like disclaimer at the beginning of every episode. These are my opinions and my opinions are from the Bible. Correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm always open for a discussion and I'm always willing to learn more about the Bible because I love the Bible. But anyway, so men and women are created equal, but we have different roles. And to tie off of that, we were created differently. Okay, being created equal and being created differently are two different things. We are equal as humanity as a species as a human we were created completely equal we are at the same level when we're born but we are two very we are made differently okay female brains first of all function so much differently than male brains and then in addition to that We have different roles. So women were created for different things and men were created for different things according to the Bible. Okay? According to the Bible. So different roles. What do you mean? Well, according to the Bible, the male is supposed to be the provider. The male is supposed to be the leader of the household. The male is supposed to be the spiritual leader of the household, the head of the household. 
The woman is supposed to be the supporter, the caregiver, the mother, the child bearer. Okay. So those are just some different roles right there. And that right now, like right off the bat, is going to offend so many people because everyone wants to disregard that and deny that. Well, it's just fact. It's how the Lord created us. It's in the Bible. Okay. But to go off of that, you know, I don't believe a lot of Christians. And I say this because I've experienced it. I have experienced a lot of Christians not agreeing with that, you know, and it's just, it just comes from a lot of different, and this, this is why I said it, this could be a whole episode within itself, because I could just talk about this for so freaking long, but men and women are very different, and we have different roles, so that's where the differences come in, but being created equal is just fact, and that's where I get kind of upset when it comes to people's marriages, and they're like, oh, well... You know, he is a supporter. He makes all the money. So I am supposed to blah, 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 blah. I'm like, no, this is a team effort. This is a one plus one equals two. Like, well, one plus one equals one, I guess you'd say, because when you're married, you're united as one. But it's like the husband is supposed to love his wife as God loves the church. I mean, come on. Look at that as an example. Like, really, let's be real. Okay. God doesn't hate his church. God doesn't look at his church and be like, well, you shouldn't be. You should be doing more. He has every reason to. Because sometimes we fail him. But it's just, you know. I mean, God loves and that's what a marriage is supposed to be. And that's. Male and female roles, geez. Yeah, I could talk about that forever. It's just, I don't know. There's a lot of women. I've seen a lot of Christian women that want to deny the roles that the Lord has created us to fill. And it just ticks me off. But I mean, listen, like I want to work. I want to work while I have kids. I want to work when my kids are in college but I by no means want to be like the main provider and the sole provider. And honestly, it is such a big desire in my heart. I know that may be something that the Lord challenges me with and is like, no, you're going to be a stay at home mom. But being a stay at home mom is just as equally hard and laborious as having a full time job. And that's what I mean by different roles made for different reasons but equal. I am sure, I am sure if a husband was a stay-at-home dad and the mother went out and worked all the time, that husband would be saying, this is a full-time job. I'm sure. I'm sure. So whatever. That's all I have for this episode because it is time for sleepy, sleepy time. Oh, yeah, it's already 1020. I gotta go to bed. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. This episode was a little all over the place and it's gonna cause some ruckus. I know it is, but I stand by what I said. And like I said, if you want to challenge me on anything, please feel free and feel welcome to. 
I'm a very civil and factual person. So if you are as well respectful and civil, chances are I'll be open to having a conversation with you. But if you come at me, if you come at me, I can just say that if you come at me, because we all know what that means, uh, chances are I probably won't reply. So, but anyway, thank you guys for listening. This has been very great. Stay tuned for my next episode. Um, and thank you for tuning in to I Gotta Share. See you guys next time. Bye.